This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L. It fuses streaming and free-to-air TV into a single experience, which means you don't have to go in and out of apps to discover content you'll love. Hubble, it's TV and streaming made easy. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday the 21st of July. In your squiz today, integrity reforms on the agenda for the Victorian Labor Party. Rising concern about foot and mouth disease. Good on ya, Eleanor Pattinson. And here come the mega sharks. This is your squiz today. The Victorian government have said they'll introduce sweeping integrity reforms after the state's Anti-Corruption Commission and Ombudsman released a report yesterday outlining toxic behaviours within the Labor Party that ranged from nepotism to corruption, bullying and interference in government grants processes. Premier Daniel Andrews says he'll implement all 21 recommendations in the report. He called the behaviour described absolutely disgraceful. Claire, this all kicked off back in 2020 with an investigation into branch stacking. Yeah, it was 60 Minutes in the Age that investigated and it really was a big deal at the time when those claims were aired. Uh, What they said was that Labor heavyweight Adam Somurek was involved in industrial-scale branch stacking. If you cast your memory back to the news and remember that, this is what it's all about. Mm. Uh, That really opened a Pandora's box to a whole lot of ugliness within the government. Uh, It was so bad that Andrews asked the party's federal organisation to take control of their state and federal candidate pre-selections up until next year. Somurek quit the party, but he claims that he has done absolutely nothing wrong. And he also points now uh, to that investigation's lack of recommendation of criminal charges as evidence for that. Victoria heads to a state election on the 26th of November. Opposition leader Matthew Guy says that this report has exposed a political party unsuitable to hold office. While we're covering off state politics, in New South Wales, a parliamentary inquiry is underway into the appointment of former Deputy Premier John Barillaro to a trade envoy position in New York. Yeah, that has been in the news in New South Wales for quite a few weeks now. Barillaro was the trade minister. Uh, He has left parliament now, but it came to light that a candidate had been dumped who was going to fill that position when Barillaro very strongly put his hand up for it. He's no longer going to New York now, uh, but it is part of an inquiry that has seen his former chief of staff put his hand up yesterday to say that his former boss really was very much involved in getting himself the job. New South Wales Labor leader Chris Minns says it shows that the coalition government created the job for a friend and that the selection process was rigged. So quite a bit going on in both of those state politics arenas. While we're in the political space, our shortcut this week, Claire, nothing to do with state politics, all about the federal level. The 47th Parliament is about to commence with Polly's heading back to Canberra next week. We take a look at who's who in the zoo. Yep, we do. We get a look at Anthony Albanese, also Peter Dutton, the new leader of the opposition, and take a look at the issues that are really going to dominate for the next few weeks and months. A bit of early prep for what we will surely be talking about a bit next week. As always, you can find Squiz Shortcuts by searching in your podcasting app. 
Concerns about foot and mouth disease are beginning to escalate with fragments detected in meat imported to Australia. Foot and mouth is a livestock disease that's currently having an outbreak in Indonesia. If it arrives here, Claire, it could be an $80 billion blow to the agriculture industry. Yeah, and that's why farming organisations and the government are really concerned about what's happening and they're doing quite a bit of surveillance at the moment. Uh, What was announced yesterday was that authorities found pork products in Melbourne that had what they call viral fragments of both foot and mouth disease, but also African swine fever. It's a real worry because we very, very strongly value our disease-free status. Uh, Also, a traveller from Indonesia was found at Border Control with a beef product that tested positive for foot and mouth disease. Uh, The government is responding by putting sanitation foot mats at international airports in the idea is that passengers walk over them to disinfect their shoes and remove some gunk uh, that could potentially carry the virus. What has been detected is not the same as the live virus though so at the moment Australia remains virus free but it's very important for the agriculture industry that it stays that way. To Sri Lanka now, the votes have been counted and former Prime Minister and Interim President Ranil Wickremesinghe has been officially elected President. He beat out his main rival 134 votes to 82. Yeah, it was a pretty convincing victory for him. Uh, He's the six-time Prime Minister. Uh, He was the Prime Minister to Gotabaya Rajapaksa, who was chased out of the country. He's now in Singapore. Uh, The protesters were really keen to see the back of both both of those men. So what analysts say is keep an eye on those protests kicking off again. They weren't happy when he was Prime Minister. Protesters burned down his private home and stormed his offices in Colombo last week to try and pressure him to resign. He will certainly have his work cut out for him as the country continues to try and negotiate a bailout package with the International Monetary Fund. Streaming giant Netflix has reported its biggest loss of subscribers in their latest financial results for the April to June quarter, with 970,000 people jumping ship. But as far as managing expectations, Claire, they're in much better shape than they thought they'd be. Yeah, they are. They thought they were going to lose 2 million subscribers in the quarter. Uh, They lost 970,000. And that doubles down on the company's loss of subscribers in the first three months of the year, where they lost 200,000 subscribers. This is the first time in the last decade that the company has gone backwards when it comes to subscribers. The market has really punished them for that. But with the news that came out, their share prices jumped 5.6%. And that is, as you say, Larissa, a bit now of certainty about where things are at and the market thinking that maybe this could be as bad as it gets or if it gets worse, at least they're prepared for it. They do have those plans to offer a cheaper ad-supported tier. They're also planning to clamp down on shared accounts. They've announced that it'll be a $2.99 charge for users to add a second home to their account. That's rolling out in five countries, not in Australia yet. So if you are a Netflix freeloader, you've got a bit of time. I hope certain of my siblings are listening to this. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online 
kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit nordvpn.com forward slash squiz today. On to sport now and a huge congratulations to Eleanor Pattinson. She's become the first Aussie to win a gold medal in high jump at the World Athletics Championships and she's got quite the comeback story, Claire. Yeah, she really does. She won gold at the Glasgow Commonwealth Games in 2014. Uh, She had a really crummy 2018 Rio Olympics and she nearly quit the sport. She was from country Victoria and since then she's moved to Sydney and she's resurrected her dream. Uh, She's done very well at those world champs. Bring on the Commonwealth Games. Absolutely. It is getting exciting. They are kicking off in Birmingham next Thursday. Australia is expected to come home with a swag of medals. No pressure, Team Australia. There's a bit of a time difference with the Com game, so I reckon I'll be relying on the Sport Today team to keep me up to speed. Sam and the team put out a weekday podcast and newsletter that covers the latest in sport. If you want to get across it, head to sport-today.com.au or search for Sport Today in your podcasting app. It's still way too cold for many Aussies to be thinking about swimming in the ocean, but here's something to keep in mind. Mega sharks, Claire, an emerging phenomenon. Uh, Isn't that great news? (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's something, We've seen quite a few shark attacks in Australia uh, in recent times. In fact, we even did a shortcut on it because there were so many and there Mm. were lots of questions about how it was being managed. Uh, But what the experts are saying, luckily not near our shores quite yet, is that these sharks are really growing to a super size uh, and that's because the protections are working um, and also that those protections mean that there's more food for them to eat in the ocean. Yeah, the establishment of more no fishing zones means more food for sharks, means bigger sharks, means I probably won't be going in the ocean very often (laughs) in the future. (laughs) Squeeze the day, Claire, what are you taking note of today? Back when Sri Lanka was known as Ceylon, Siramavo Bandaranaki was the world's first non-hereditary female head of government. Uh, She became the Prime Minister of Ceylon back in 1960 and the anniversary of that's today. That's a pretty cool little fact, a nice one to counteract a bit of the news that's happening in Sri Lanka at the moment. (laughs) Uh, For me, we had Cake Day yesterday, so continuing on the sweet theme, it is National Lamington Day today. Turns out the origin of the Lamington has quite the controversial Queensland heritage story. You can read about it in today's Squiz Today newsletter. That's about all from us today. Have a good Thursday. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Tomorrow.